0: Hey there and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor and in this podcast I share my stories and my lessons I've learned and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. This podcast is produced every week ish kind of every week. And the show notes can be found at live-happier.com podcast. And this is episode 28 entitled meditation isn't for everyone. And that's okay. So let's get into the show. It is a beautiful sunny day here in Columbus, Ohio, and I am coming to you to talk about meditation not being for everyone, which is a little bit of a touchy subject, and I'm a little nervous about talking about it, to be honest, because there's so much buzz out there about meditation and how amazing it is and how it is um, the key to everything when it comes to happiness and compassion. And if you Google self-compassion, the first thing that pops up is self-compassion and meditation. So... I want to start by saying I'm not against meditation. I think meditation is fabulous and wonderful. And I think meditation is a tool that can help us become more centered and grounded. And I think there are a lot of tools to do that, a lot of ways to do that. And the reason I wanted to do this podcast is so often I hear from clients, oh my gosh, I just need to start a meditation practice. So anything that we start discussing or bringing up, they're like, oh yeah, I need to start that meditation practice. And so meditation becomes kind of this block or this excuse for why they're not implementing the things we're talking about, because if only they did meditation, then everything would be healed. And so meditation becomes that new magic button, the new thing that, oh, once I start doing meditation, then everything I talk about with Nancy and everything I learned about when it comes to getting centered and compassion and living happier will come true. But until I do that meditation thing, I'm not going to get anywhere near that stuff. So I really, in the quest of being honest with ourselves, sometimes meditation won't work for you with where you are in your life. And that's okay. It is okay not to have a meditation practice. So if you are one of those people that's like, when I get the meditation practice, then everything will be okay. I want you to stop and ask yourself, Can you implement a meditation practice right now? And if the answer is no, if the idea of stopping for five minutes or two minutes or even a minute (laughs) to pause and think and be calm for five minutes, to sit in stillness for five minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes makes you want to poke your eyes out, which it does for me, then meditation isn't for you right now. And that's okay find something else. So this podcast is about figuring out other ways that we can add mindfulness and centeredness and and peace into our daily lives that may not involve sitting still for five minutes and doing a traditional meditation practice. Because a traditional meditation practice may not be for you. And so if you are using that as an excuse to not be centered and grounded and find peace every day, then you're just using it as an excuse. It's kind of like saying, the only way to exercise is to run. And the only way I'm going to be able to exercise is to run. And there are lots of ways to exercise. There's lots of ways to get the benefits that come from running in a variety of ways. And so that's kind of what I've spent the past few years of my career doing when I realized no matter how hard I tried, I could not implement a meditation practice. Sitting still for five to 10 minutes every day, or every other day just wasn't in the cards for me. So I really had to get serious about, okay, if I'm not able to do that right now, how am I going to be able to add mindfulness and groundedness and peace into my daily life? Because that is the key. Being intentional, being mindful about your day, that is the key to living happier and having self-compassion. It's when we run off in our day, and we let our brains just kind of take over, and those thoughts just become a way of life, and we don't have any way of grounding in our, into our body. That's when we get into trouble, and so that's why meditation is so amazing, and why everyone says, "Oh, we should be meditating." But even as I talked to a you know a yoga instructor this week who has an active active meditation practice, she said, "I still have to do intentiona- intentionality." all day long, I still have to get grounded. You know, that meditation practices, I love it. It's a great way to start off my day. It's a great way to quiet my mind. And I still have to be intentional all day long. So meditation is not the silver bullet. It's not the only answer. There's a lot of things we need to be practicing in our day to day lives. And so that's why I wanted to do this podcast. If you go to the show notes, I'm going to have a handout for you called Creating an Active Meditation Practice that you can just download whenever you want to. And I kinda wanna talk to some of that today because it's gonna give you some other ways of meditating or adding mindfulness into your life. So the first one is I kinda want you to think about changing the rules. So let's redefine what does meditation mean to you. And hands down one of my favorite ways of getting mindful and it really radically changed my life is the five senses meditation and it's really a five senses mindfulness exercise because you're just it takes 30 seconds maybe a minute but man does it drop me into my body so quickly and it really allows me to get out of my head and i've talked about it here before but the five senses meditation is to simply go through your five senses to stop what you're doing and go through your five senses what am i seeing what am i hearing what am I feeling? What am I tasting? What am I smelling? And the beauty of this meditation is that you can go as deep as you want. You can sit there for as long as you want and really get into what am I smelling? And you can just start to smell things you weren't even aware of. Or what am I hearing? And you start to hear things you weren't even aware of. So the power of that meditation is that you can simply, you know, do it for 30 seconds and a quick way to get you back in your body. But it's also a an easy way to go a little deeper. And you can be kind of observing what's happening around you without going into this, I'm going to go into a meditation for five minutes, like that intensity isn't necessarily there with this activity. Another great mindfulness practice is to engage in one activity at a time, you know, limit your desire to multitask, when you're washing dishes, wash the dishes. You know, just be present when you're vacuuming, vacuum. Whatever you're going to be doing, just just do that activity one activity at a time. Another great one is, you know, be fully present and when the most awesome place to do this is when you're in the shower. You know, how many times are you in the shower and you get out of the shower and you're like whoa what just happened in there you know or you'll wash your hair and you want to be paying attention that you washed your hair so you have to think like do I need to wash my hair again so you know practice being fully present in the shower when you're drying off when you're in the car when you're stuck in traffic like instead of being oh my god I'm stuck in traffic blah blah, blah catch yourself and practice being fully present there when you're stuck waiting in line how can you be fully present wherever you are? You know, one of my favorite ways of kind of, of getting into that mode is parking far away in a grocery store or wherever I have to go. If I have to run a Target or um, the mall, I can I park as far away as possible, and that allows me to you know walk into the mall. And as I'm walking, I'm just concentrating on my breathing, I'm concentrating on what's going on around me. I'm not stuck in, oh, I got to get there as fast as possible. It really is a, I've found that to be an awesome way of slowing down throughout the day. And then the last one I'm going to talk about is, you know, there's a big buzz these days about um, crayons and coloring, but that truly is an awesome way to become more mindful. It takes no time at all. I did it earlier this week. I was really having a, um, a day where <laughs> I was just kind of grouchy. And I didn't know what was going on and I had a break between clients. And so I happened to glance over and see my crayons that I have sitting in my office for this very task. I do it with clients, and I pulled out a, a picture, and I pulled out the crayons, and within five minutes I was feeling better because I was focusing on the crayons and the coloring and and being creative, and it works a different part of your brain, and that is so helpful, and that's what we're talking about here is just getting out of your head and out of that left brain and into your right brain, into a more creative place, into a more relaxed place. And there are lots and lots and lots and lots of lots of ways to do that that aren't necessarily five minutes or 20 minutes or, you know, 30 minutes of meditation. So that is my um, small spiel on creating an active meditation practice that doesn't that's a little non-traditional and I hope you go to the um hope you check out the live happier -happier live-happier.com backslash podcast and find the show notes for this episode 28 and you can get this creating an active meditation practice handout Now it's time for the show called the Weekly Ritual Challenge. And part of the reason I developed this Weekly Ritual Challenge is this very theme of this episode is finding other ways to have an active meditation practice, finding other ways to be mindful. And these weekly rituals have enabled me to do that. So that's why I love passing them on to clients. This week's ritual is, is a fun one, and it's one I practice quite often because I love to dance and I love to lip sync and I love to just blast and jam out to some, some good music. So that's what this, um, the weekly ritual is just find a song you love and dance or lip sync or whatever you want to do whether in your car or you're in your living room or you're cooking dinner I don't care just take you know two to three minutes from the song and just really get lost in the music and um, I encourage you to do that because I think it is life-changing when we can just become lost in something for you know three to five minutes and cut off our brains completely. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every weekish. <laughs> Questions, please email me, nancyjane at live happier.com, or tweet me at nancyjane. And until next time, here's to Living Happier.